Welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is Play One Bin for April 2019. I'm Hendo, and here with me is Ben. Hello. I'm subbing for Jimbo this month. Yep. For a change. He's a busy boy this weekend. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been on one of these, actually, so... Although it doesn't feel like I've been away because I've been editing them. <laughs> I know, yeah. As I was gonna say, it's got a lot more difficult, but it, it hasn't. It's the same same old shit, in it? Yeah. Same old rubbish. You comedically called this one Sekiro one bin. Yep, I'm, I'm hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it's... I said to you, I don't know what you've played. I don't, I don't know how much of it you've played, but I'm glad you're on because you at least like these kind of games and... It makes sense to have someone on who has who's played the game that like literally half the forum has played. Yeah. I will start with my bin because that feeds into basically what I've been doing for the whole month. Yeah. At the end of last month, all the way through, I did a eight day, ninety-six hour week in work, which wasn't as bad as I was expecting. It was it was fairly grueling, but I wasn't as tired as I was expecting. But first of all, didn't get much time to play anything. And also came out of the end with a cold. The last four hours in work was like, oh, I've got a sore throat and I'm sneezing a lot. I think I know where this is going. And sure enough, of my 10 days holiday I had booked after that, the first eight I basically did nothing and then crammed as much as I could into the last two days. (laughs) So that's the bin. That is the reason why I stopped playing the first game on my playlist, which is Sekiro, because I had so little time to play when I was working and I was ill and the way that Sekiro plays, I just wanted to play stuff for fun. And I just was coming up against brick walls in Sekiro. So I do want to carry on playing it. And I'm not going to go into great detail, to be honest, because a lot of people have got plenty of things to say about it. And I know that at least two people, one of them I'm talking to, is quite sick of it. So the only thing I will say is that someone, I can't remember who it was, I apologise, but someone on the thread for it summed up exactly my thoughts on it, which is, it is not like a Souls game, in basic mechanics it is, but where people say about those games in a sort of arrogant, you've got to get good kind of way, that is not true compared to Sekiro. There is no way of cheesing it or overleveling and calling in online help. You have to learn the mechanics properly. Whereas in Souls and Bloodborne, you can overlevel, you can go stab, 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 back, stab, 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 back. In this, if you don't learn the parry system, you're fucked. There's no way around it. You need to learn all the counters. Don't necessarily have to do in Souls and Bloodborne. I went through Bloodborne three times through and I never properly got the uh, counter system down. Yeah, because from the outside looking in, it reminds me, I've I said to you, I've said it a couple of times, but both times I've been greeted with like an awkward silence when I've said that it reminds me of uh, a sort of PS2 era game. Yeah. But it's more because of the, the lack of animation, like how fast it is compared to something as deliberate as like a Dark Souls. Not in, It's not meant as a criticism, it's just meant as an observation. Case in point, it really reminds me of, not so much in the movement, I guess, but uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I was going to say Ninja Gaiden, I think, is definitely a a thing there yeah because that had the same thing of that first boss and it's where a lot of people kind of got to and were like I couldn't do it so I, I gave up I, I tried and tried and tried whereas other people like I, I did alright on that boss I understood it I got past it I got the parry I, I got quite far I didn't find that game as hard as other people because I understood the or got to grips with the mechanics quite early hmm. this seems the same for Sekiro that if you really get to grips with the mechanics you're not going to struggle in the way that someone else will, you know, Yeah, have just hit a wall with it. Like, it, just like you say, you can't brute force it. Mm. But your experience of the difficulty is going to depend entirely on how much you click with it. And that was the same with Ninja Gaiden for me. Yeah. Blakey was uh, several times going, why are, you, why are you playing this? Why are you playing Scare? Why are you playing this? Why are you playing Scare? It's like, I'll get round to it. However, if you keep going on at me, I will uninstall it. After playing that and being tired from work, and being ill, I just wanted to play stuff for fun. Yeah. I just wanted to play as much as I could of various different things and just breeze through stuff. And if I got to stuck at a point, I'd just like, oh, I'll turn it off and play something else, like a Netflix kind of thing. Which brings me nicely into uh, what became of Edith Finch, knowing full well that it was only about two hours long and it's a walking simulator. That's all I knew about it. And that is fucking brilliant. And it goes in yeah. some really unusual places. Yeah, it's 
I'd say it's a great game, but it's, it's a great experience. It, yeah. The, the year it came out, it was one of my, I think it was like third on my list for game of the year or something. It was, it's a brilliant little thing. Yeah. It's not something that, because I got it through Game Pass and I don't know what they sell it for. I couldn't necessarily recommend it for, say it was 20 quid when it came out. Maybe I couldn't really hand on heart recommend it because it's so short, but it is something that people should play. And if it's on sale for cheap or PlayStation Plus or Game Pass or whatever, uh, Epic Game Store, which I know you'll probably download it from. <laughs> Something like that, I would certainly recommend people playing it. I won't say anything else about it, just that it was not what I was expecting in places. Yeah. Wrapping up my stuff I've played, uh, I dabbled in a load of other stuff. I went back to Fallout 3. Well, I started from scratch on the because it was on Game Pass. Yeah. Mentioned a few times of a, a desire to give that another try i got to the town with the bomb in it i also did fallout 4 for the intro sequence because maybe that's a better one because it's aged better because it's newer and it's yeah built for that system rather than the 360 maybe i'll go back to them i'm not too sure i also put a few hours into the prey reboot which i think you really like i played through it I really like the end of that game. It ends really, really well, but I found it just found it a bit of a chore to play through. Yeah, that was my thing of because, as I said, I wanted to just play stuff and not hit a brick wall. But I died so much, yeah, that I really think I should have just played it on the easier setting. Yeah, I, there is a gun that I didn't get early on. You can get it fairly early, but I just didn't know how to get there. But it turns out you can get it really early. It's basically a big laser beam. And I think it is on there as a mission quite early. Right. It's worth going out of your way and trying to find it because when I got that gun, it just like I, I had so much ammo for it, and I had a thing that let me get more ammo for it quite easily. And it just is really, really powerful and yeah. made not all combat easy, but I was having uh, a lot easier time of it with that gun. The things you can do to make it a bit easier, but yeah, I, I found it a really difficult game to the point where I kind of stuck with it more because I wanted to finish it, yeah, than you know that I wanted to keep playing it. That's the problem. Maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe I'll start from scratch and put it on the easier settings. Because there's a setting like story mode or something like, you just basically want to breeze through it. So maybe I'll do that. Who knows? Uh, also, Dangerous Driving came out. That's the Alex Ward, small team, people yeah. who made Burnout. It is basically Burnout 2 or Burnout 3. There's no online multiplayer in it yet. If you don't have Spotify Premium, you have no in-game music. Can I ask you about this? Because I've, I've spoke to Spatula mm. about this and he, he said it wasn't a, an issue. But when I've watched footage of that, the game looks, and maybe it's just the levels I've seen, uh, it looks quite straight line in terms of the racing. No, there the were turns and stuff. Yeah, because that's that's what he said. But it didn't look like big sharp hairpins and stuff. It reminded me more of um, Outrun or something. And it looks a bit empty, like not a lot of vehicles on the roads and stuff. And I don't know if that's because I'm watching it rather than playing it. And it doesn't feel like that if you're playing it. There's maybe less than there were in Burnout. I don't... There's do enough that there is a problem where you have to pay attention because obviously you want yeah. to drive on the wrong side of the road. But there's also like six other drivers with you for most part. So I think it's pretty good. It plays pretty well. It's obviously a bit rough because it's a small team. Um, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. If they started it, as they say, in August last year and they put it out in April, that's a hell of an achievement. Yeah. It's a lot of fun and that's another one I'll go back to. I also did Strange Brigade with Ildog for most of the game. I think we've got one level left. That's on Game Pass, so we've been playing through that. It's like a co-op shooter with adventuring, like puzzle solving. The puzzle solving is probably the best bit. The shooting is not great. A lot of it is like horde mode. Waves of enemies will come at you and you have boss fights and stuff like that with also with waves of enemies attacking you pretty good uh, it's just the shooting's not great but like I said the puzzle solving's really cool especially with uh, two of you you can do it on your on your own but it's like one person would be stood by a door with symbols and someone else a little bit further away there are the exact combination of which of those symbols you need to shoot to get through the door so you could do it on your own, just wandering back and forth. Or you could have two of you going, right, shoot this one, then this one, this, then this one. Yeah, because it's four-player, oh, intended four-player, isn't it? Yeah, I think it scales as well. So you can yeah. do it on your own, and it's a little bit easier. I've played it with randoms, and I played it with just me and him, set to friends only. 
So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Hopefully we'll go back and finish it. Uh, and the final one, I think, is uh, The Surge, which is the Dark Souls clone, but in a sci-fi mech setting. Yeah. Uh, which was free on PlayStation Plus, and I wanted to buy it when it came out, and I never got around to it. And it's really cool. It's filling the Dark Souls itch that I had that Sekiro hasn't really delivered because of the differences. It has some really cool ideas, and I don't know how much it's worth me going into, but there's some cool design choices of mechanics. Yeah, you steal... Like, if you beat an enemy in a certain way, you get their legs, or you get their chest armor or arm or weapon or whatever yeah so if you see someone like you start off and you've basically got nothing and you see someone coming towards you and they've got a really cool helmet and you go i want that helmet i'm going to lop his head off so then you target their head uh chop off the head and then you've got the schematic to make one of them and then basically just farm their heads to get enough to, to make them for yourself and upgrade them that goes on for all different body parts so you can just farm stuff to make yourself look like other people and act like other people. But the same energy that you use to do those finishing moves, you could also use to top up your health, or you could use for a drone that you get. And there's a few different things you can use this this energy system for. So it's a proper risk reward of, right, I'm fighting this guy because I want his arm, but my health is a bit low. So do I just try and brute force my way to kill him and take his arm, or do I just top my health up and go fuck it I'll get it another time but it's really cool I, I really like it it's not meant to be overly great like people who finished it have, or nearly finished it have gone yeah it drops off a lot yeah and there's a sequel coming this year yeah I was going to say there's one relatively soon isn't it yeah I've seen some footage of that that looks alright yeah I've really enjoyed that but yeah that's the surge actually the very very final one I will very very quickly mention is Clash Royale which I've mentioned two or three times I've never really gone into detail on it for reasons that it would bore people but they had a massive update this month and they have completely rejigged the ladder system so I don't need to go into any detail about the mechanics of the game but you could understand this quite simply that it, the way the ladder system used to work is you would go up in trophies so that's like your points like 3,000 trophies 4,000 trophies whatever and it used to work that if you lose you lose or win a match you would lose or gain the difference between the trophies between you and your opponent so you could gain 25 trophies but you the next match you could lose 32 and they have changed two basic things to this is first of all you cannot drop below a certain threshold anymore so people were getting pissed off that i got to 3000 trophies i got to a certain arena and now I've got knocked back down. And in theory, if you lost enough, you could get knocked down all the way back down to the beginning. Yeah. And they've now put gates in it. So it's like a thousand trophies, right? You can't go below that. You could lose continually. You will never go below that. And 2,000, 3,000, whatever. That helps two things. One, newcomers will not get knocked down into oblivion. But also, people have been bullying uh, newcomers by intentionally losing. So high-level people right at the top of the uh, the league will intentionally lose all the way down to the beginning so they can absolutely destroy newcomers and that stops that as well so that's really cool I mean, you'd think that that should be in there from the start but apparently not the other thing they've changed is that now you gain more trophies for winning than you do for losing so you could lose three games in a row but you will get back to where you were from just one win which is a really good change and again should have been there from the beginning yeah so that you might yeah essentially you're not getting punished for playing yeah there's a couple of things i don't like in the update but i'm not going to go into it because it's not worth it but on the whole i think they've made some really good decisions it's just a shame it took three years for them to change it but yeah that's all of my play stuff my want is um i want to get fit which i think is a common theme around forum at the moment yeah also the desert island stuff again i will say uh, i've had three people message me saying that they want to record but it's uh, trying to get the right time for basically when available it's difficult me working shifts and in a shared house that i can't really record after a certain time of night there is a fourth one which by the time people hear this they will already have heard it but that has been my favorite one so far the ill dog one i don't think i'll ever top that it's just perfect 
not in terms of production. <laughs> like, you could you could poke holes at the production, but uh, yeah, the content is uh, quality. And the other two things I want is uh, I kind of want the thirteen remake that's been announced. Yeah. Or to, at least I want to see what that thing is. And uh, the big massive fuck off Capcom stick. Yeah, I think that looks great. I'm surprised that I guess the negativity towards it. I just admire the ballsiness of it. Yeah. It's a big fuck off stick in the Capcom logo. Yeah. It's also it's kind of what you want. Like, I don't know. I understand why that isn't necessarily practical. Mm. (laughs) But I do sort of feel like if you just got like, I don't know, a little gamepad that connects to the telly or something, it's not quite, you know, they're arcade games. So if you, if I kind of like the idea of faking the experience, that's, that's why the NES Mini, the SNES Mini and so on and so on look the way they do is that, supposed to fake the experience a bit hmm. so yeah i'm glad they've gone with a big arcade stick i wish there was a few more games on it and i wish it wasn't 200 quid but you know yeah i'm fairly sure that will be available cheaper because that neo geo one that was 130 i think you can get for about 80 quid now which is still not cheap and also probably still not worth buying but at least it's um it's dropped in price hmm. that's all my stuff so we'll move on to the forum Yeah, so we'll start with Blakey. Here's what Blakey has been playing. I've mostly been playing Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Miyazaki and From at their impervious best. An absolutely phenomenal masterpiece. Cannot stop thinking about this game when I'm not playing it. Just Sekiro for, for Blakey. I think he's finished it now as well. Yeah, the other day. Uh, he was, I, think, I believe, second person to finish it on the forum. Yeah, fair play to him for finishing it. Here's his want. I want Days Gone. Looking forward to this a lot. Only a few weeks left to go. And Mortal Kombat 11. Really think this'll be an absolutely amazing fighting game. Netherrealm are the best in the business in my view. There's not just him now that wants Days Gone. There's been something released recently that's... Like, I've, I've not been watching... I don't tend to watch trailers that often, but... Has there been something recently that has shown more of it? Or... Like, I know it's fairly soon it's coming out. But I think it's just a... It's coming up soon. Yeah. I'm surprised how many people want Mortal Kombat 11. I I've, didn't hate it back in the day. I played Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. I always quite liked the Master System version. But there we go. I don't think it's a good fighting game. It wasn't in the, the early ones, because I really liked the first two. And really, it's because, you know, digitized yeah. people getting cut up. But you compared that to Street Fighter 2 at the time, and they were worlds apart of ones really basic and stilted and stiffed. Or stiff and one is really fluid and plays really well but I didn't bother with them since three probably and then I picked up the reboot what people call now is nine but yeah it was just called Mortal Kombat and that is a really good fighting game as a fighting game I think that's really good and X as well I think I still don't think that they play very well all the um, Injustice games I don't like how they feel there's a clunkiness to Mm. them and they're quite fast still, but there's a weird and like the way the jumps don't go as far as they look like they should, and yeah, the combo system I don't think is very good. It's like a lot of juggling stuff, and not for me. But okay. I, I've been surprised how many people seem to like it. It's maybe that's the thing is it's just a more accessible fighting game. So like I don't think I might be wrong, but I don't think DC is a huge fan of it he plays a lot of fighting games so maybe it is just a case of the people who play a lot of fighting games play a certain type of fighting games hmm. and you know SNK Capcom that sort of stuff and yeah it's not that and so you know maybe there's something to be said for it and it's certainly like the story mode and things like that are the reason to play it for me yeah and this is what Blakey is binning let's bin letting managers they are useless I've said before that I have never been in a position in my life to be as bad at my job as letting managers seem to be able to be. And they, they still get to keep the job. They're all uniform. As an industry, they are all uniformly... Ter- that's probably a bit unfair, but I can't think of too many I've ever encountered and gone, they're really good at the job. And not, well, they just lied to my face. They're probably actually doing their job really well because that's probably <laughs> yeah. in the mandate of this is what the job needs to be. Yeah, I've might have talked to this before, but there's a communal area in our building that we have to get to and they wouldn't give us a key because our flat, you can get in through, you don't need to go in there to get into our flat. So they won't give us a key for it, but we need to go in there to do a bunch of stuff. I hate them, Hendo, I hate them. I can't tell. You're hiding it quite well. (laughs) Moving on, this is Radio Floyd. This is what he's been playing. 
I'm playing Sekiro. Three weeks in and I've been thoroughly enjoying this. Occasional crashes aside. Another lover of Sekiro. Yep. And this is what he wants. I want classes to start. Spring vacation has been tedious. Yeah, it's been a while since that's been an issue, for yeah. me, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, isn't he a teacher? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. And here's his bin. I'm binning out. Yeah, good. On to Duck. This is what Duck has been playing. I've been playing the following three games. First, The Division 2. I'm just about to hit the end game. I've loved it. I think Massive are the first devs to crack how to launch these type of games. Next is Sekiro. I've only played about 3 hours but I've liked what I've played. Finally, Outward. It's janky and it's not very pretty in parts but this seems to be a counter to a lot of problems I have with modern open world RPGs. For example extreme hand holding, the actual exploring being part being a tad boring etc. There is a small contingent of people that like, um, or really like Division 2. Yeah. I don't think it's been the big hit that people are expecting, but people who play it seem to really like it. Uh, Outward, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think I've encountered it. Probably should have um, done some research before we started this, but uh, it says it's an open world RPG, so... Um, it's on Steam, I can tell you that it got 89% in PC Gamer. Oh. It's open world survival RPG. Fair enough. If I see survival <laughs> at Steam targets, like, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a miss, even though yeah. it looks, looks fine. Give it a wide berth. Yep. This is what he wants. I want Rage 2. I wasn't fussed about this at all, but the recent videos they've released with the sandbox gunplay have piqued my interest. And Heaven's Vault, the 80 Days Guy's new game. The characters and premise for this look pretty interesting and unique. You're after Rage 2, aren't you? Are you interested in Rage 2? Yeah, I, I really liked the first one. I hated Mad Max. I don't know I hated it. I think it's really boring. Mm. So I'm a bit wary of it, but I've really, like Bethesda have been making some really good shooters recently, but it's a game that I will probably pick up, but I'm a little a little wary of just because I, I want to see it's not just it's not Rage 2, it's it's you know, it's Prey, I guess, in the way that Prey is a sequel. Yeah. It's a very, very different game. But again, there's been trailers and stuff released recently for it and I've not really watched them, so maybe I don't know, I need to see it being played, but it's it's definitely, it's on the maybe pile for me, I think. Yeah. Uh, that Heaven's Vault, I never got, I've played a little bit of um, 80 Days once in a train station. Yeah, same. Not the train station, but yeah, I've played about half an hour of it or something. Yeah, so I, I've never quite clicked, but it's a game people talked about for years. Hmm. People have talked about that, so yeah. Um, I've not seen any of Heaven's Vault, though. I'm surprised, given the legacy of this, that that hasn't got more coverage. Yeah. Finally, Duck's been. I'm binning being far too busy with work and life stuff. I have to choose if I want a game or have a decent night's sleep. Hasn't he got a kid on the way, so I'm not surprised that life's getting in the way. Yeah. On to Rick. This is what Rick's been playing. I beat Sekiro. I plan on playing Yoshi's Crafted World in Near Automata. I'll probably throw God of War in there too. Yeah, so Rick was the first one on the forum to finish Sekiro. Yep. I think he was said he was planning on playing Yoshi's Crafted World in Near Automata. Yeah, he's, I think he started near. Don't know if he's going to go back to it or not. When he was talking about you saying it, hadn't really grabbed him. I would. I think a lot of people would say they love the game. It does not that first. I, I don't want to say the first ending because I don't think they did themselves any favors by referring to it as "oh, you need to play the game three times." Hmm. You don't. They are different sections of game. It's chapters. Yeah, it's probably like a few hours into chapter two that I really clicked with it. I wasn't hating it before, but I wasn't seeing the fuss. After that, I, I absolutely love that game. It's a fantastic game. Hmm. Yossi's Crafted World, I think, looks pretty good as well. Like, easy and simple. Maybe the sort of thing you should have played this for. Yeah. Really. But, yeah. yeah, it looks all right. On to his want. I want to get the Platinum on Sekiro. Shouldn't be too difficult now. Also, I want to lose weight. My brother's wedding is coming up and I bought my suit the other day. And I look like the fucking fat controller. Yeah, he's working on the Platinum on Sekiro. He often talks about wanting to lose weight. Having seen what Rick looks like from plenty of pictures, he's not fat. I've only seen one picture of him and he didn't look, well maybe two, but he, yeah, he didn't look like massive or anything. So yeah, it, but I guess it's one of those where if you're usually thin, thin thin or something, then you put on a bit of weight, you're like, oh God, I'm massive now. Yeah. And the rest of us are kind of going, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> fucking huge, right? 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm similar situation. I've got a, a brother's wedding coming up as well that I've, I've got a suit for and I'm trying to make sure I can still get into by the time the wedding comes up. But yeah. And on to his bin. Bin being unemployed. I've been unemployed for over one year now and it's really getting to me. Everything I've applied for has been ignored or rejected. I've had one interview for Lad Bible of all places, but that's it. Even my old employer is ignoring my applications. It's getting too much now. In an exciting news, he's now been offered a job. Yeah. Maybe it was him writing that bin that secured it. Yeah, just to outdate this podcast. Yeah, even more than it will be in the week or so before this yeah. comes out. Moving on to 3-4, this is his play. I've been playing Sekiro. Great game. Satisfies that from Software Itch. Yeah, another one. On to his want. I want Borderlands 3. Finally. Going to be hard juggling this and the other looter in my life. Yeah, I'm interested in Borderlands 3. I like um, a lot of what I've played of 1 and 2. I never played the pre-sequel or the Telltale one. But I, I like Borderlands for, for what it is. I really like the first one. I quite like the second initially, but I, I kind of hate that now. And I think Epic Games, not Epic Games, Gearbox, are they, for whatever reason, they always cross in my mind. I don't know. I think I'm I'm kind of done with, with them and how they go about things. So even if I was tempted, and part of me was tempted by the, uh, the you know, the remaster of the first game, hmm. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with that kind of game and done with, with them, I think. I think hopefully they won't double down on the meme kind of internet humour that the second one has. Yeah. But there's probably a lot of vocal people that were really fans of that. So who knows? Finally, here's Ben. Bin work. Fuck work. Yep, that's pretty much the same as mine. Answer Whiskey Chaser, this is what he's been playing. I've been playing EDF5, around the halfway mark on normal and it's starting to ramp things up. When this game goes all out, there's nothing quite like it. Also, Terraforming Mars, a great digital version of a fantastic board game. Yeah, EDF5 has been played a lot by uh, him and Sly and Regiment. And the new one is is out i think and is apparently complete trash yeah even more so by edf standards <laughs> i say nothing <laughs> yeah people can like what they like they, well, they can but when you've got hardcore edf fans going this is actually proper shit yeah i wouldn't recommend it for i think there's a guy in giant bomb who really loves it and he was like yeah even if it was ten dollars it's too too much this is rubbish I'll be honest, I couldn't see what was so bad about it compared to the others, but <laughs> like what you like. Yeah, that's true. His want? I want Rage 2, and Baba is you, hearing great things about this. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Baba is you. Yeah, I'm surprised, because it seemed really positive, and then the next week, all the podcasts were just like, it's too hard, I'm yeah. stuck. Which is a shame, because I was, I was lacking the look of that, and I, I might, uh, same with other people, I think I'll probably pick it up eventually. Yeah, for me, it's probably like the same as The Witness, where I'll play it and go, yeah, this is making me feel really fucking stupid. I've still not got around to that, largely because of the length of it, I think. Well, The Witness. Yeah. It's kind of thing that's maybe nice to dabble in, but it looks nice. On to his bin. I'm going to have to bin Sekiro. Had a week or so off this and coming back to it is just frustrating. I may go back to it at some point, but the momentum and interest is gone. He's another one that's fell off Sekiro like me. I do plan on going back to it maybe he won't for me it was hitting the brick wall and the uh, personal circumstances at the time it's like i don't really need this right now i i can't be dealing with this the final one of mine is a uh, sly reflex so this is what he's been playing here's my list of games fallout 4 still elite dangerous still edf5 still i wish i liked fallout 4 more than i do Hmm. I was I was up for playing a Fallout game when I started playing that and just didn't enjoy it at all. I don't know, maybe we'll get another good Fallout someday. Yeah, this is his want. I want Borderlands 3 and Terror of Hemosaurus. Yeah, Borderlands 3 again. I don't know what the second game is. It's on Steam. It is. It looks a bit like Rampage, eating people. He plays a monster, destroying buildings and stuff. All right. A more up-to-date Rampage. Okay. I say more up-to-date. Pixel art, but... Right. I quite like when people pick stuff that you're just like, I've never heard of that. It's always nice when it's not just the same yeah. handful of, you know, the big releases, which is understandable that people pick big releases, but it's nice when it's like, all right, shit, I've never, yeah, cool. I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. So this is his bin. Bin Sekiro. 
fucking sick of hearing about it. Which neatly brings us on to uh, swapping over to onto you because <laughs> there is basically no more Sekiro. Yeah. Which, look, I've not complained about Sekiro. I've actually heard less about it than I expected to, really, because Dark Souls went on for fucking years. Yeah. Whereas this, and even Bloodborne, whereas I feel like people aren't talking about Sekiro as much as they were. I don't no, know if they've true. all fallen off it. It's just too hard for people or, or what, but or there's less there to discover and share and stuff. It's just a, a more straightforward game. My stuff I've been playing then, I have kind of gone the opposite way to all Sekiro people. I went back to Sonic Mania. I picked up the DLC. So Sonic Mania Plus, it was cheap. Oh, yeah. which, uh, playing it on the Switch. Great Switch game. Great Switch game, I know. <laughs> the DLC, I didn't really understand what it was. I didn't know if it was just two new characters, but you also get this encore mode. And it's uh, the two new characters are from Sonic the Arcade game, which I think I played as a kid. And you get Mighty the Armadillo, who initially I didn't understand what his power was. I thought he could just slam down and sort of attack from above. But it turns out he can take more hits before he takes damage. So he's actually really useful on boss fights and things like that, or difficult platforming sections. And then you've got Ray the Flying Squirrel, who works a bit like Knuckles in that he can glide forever, but can climb in a way that sort of, not Tails-ish, but he's somewhere in between, and the Tails can go straight up. It's like in Apex. If you're good at this, Hendo, and... No, I'm not. We know you're not, but you can, you can uh, plummet down and then come back up and you gain speed and gain height again. Uh, and that's that's how it works for him. So you can keep going if you can keep judging it. But he's vulnerable in the air when he's doing it. But yeah, he's, he's really good. I like both of the characters really good. And the remix of the stages are pretty good. There was a particular bit that half the forum got stuck on, on whatever the flying one, the flying ship. Yes, yeah. I didn't see it. And it might be there, and it might just be that I just end up going a different route. But given that we all ended up going the same route last time, I feel like they've maybe just removed it and listened to feedback and the remix has, has changed it a bit. But the most interesting thing of it is how the life system works in that you don't have lives as such. You don't get an extra life for getting enough rings. Instead, it's all character-based. You start off with two, Sonic plus one of the two new ones. And if you get enough rings and you hit a checkpoint, you can go into a pinball table bonus stage. That will let you, if you you, know, if you do well enough at it, you can use a like a grabber thing that picks up a new character for you or a shield or rings or whatever and so if you then have three characters if you lose one you still have two characters so you go back to a checkpoint but you still have two characters you then go to a special stage and so on and so on there's five characters as a max possible sonic tails knuckles ray and mighty and you're always paired up with someone and you can switch any time more or less Hmm. but you can pick up items or like boxes destroy boxes that will switch so if you don't like who you're playing as hit that box and it'll switch to who your main is or whatever. It was good fun playing through it. I didn't click with Sonic Mania first time through, which might surprise a few people, I guess, but it said at the time I sort of felt like maybe I needed to play through it more because the old Sonic games I really liked, but I also played them a lot. And yeah. I learned the levels and all that sort of stuff. Where it's just playing through it once, you know. So playing through it a second time, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I see why people liked it so much. Like, it's, it's a really good little game. I still can't do the catch the UFO special stages all. Oh, I'm terrible with them. No, I'm terrible with that. But yeah, the rest of it I've, I've really enjoyed. I also said last month on this that I was going to play a game called Bright Memory, Episode 1. It's the first person shooter on Steam that has Devil May Cry mechanics in the sense of you get, um, you know, you get the S rank or whatever in Devil May Cry. Hmm. It works like that. So the way you mix stuff up as you're shooting, you get these special powers and stuff. How you use them and the variety you show, you'll get ranked and you get more points. More points mean you can spend them on better skills. And I think you're supposed to play through it multiple times. So I didn't get anywhere near getting all the skills. But you have like a time slow mechanic and um, you can grapple people up in the air and, and things like that. Like a laser sword melee thing that's really useful. The game itself is supposedly made by one person and it, it looks pretty good considering. Uh, it looks really good considering. But it's quite short. But it's done so well on Steam. What was supposed to happen is... They were going to add to this episode, because this episode is, is essentially in early access. They were going to add a bit more to it, and it ends on a boss fight. Like, before you get to the fight, it just sort of ends. And so they were going to finish this, and then do an episode two and an episode three. But it's done so well, instead they're just going to concentrate on doing a full game. That it's still not going to be crazy long, but rather than 
drip feed the content because they need to generate revenue. They've already generated the revenue, so they're going to just release. If you've bought this episode, you're getting the equivalent of episode two and three thrown in. And they're not going to do an episode two and three. They're just you're getting this longer sort of six seven hour game instead, which is pretty cool. And it's it's a good game. I think it was I think it cost around two pound fifty. That's right. I think it's a little more than that now. But when it's in sale, it's it's pretty cheap. Or when it's on sale, I should say. Yeah, it's worth picking up. It runs well. It, it's fast. It uh, looks all right. It's got some good ideas, good special moves and stuff. It's yeah, it's an interesting little game. I did have one instance where a fight didn't like the scripting on the fight broke so i couldn't progress because something that was supposed to appear just didn't appear but it's early access so those are the sort of things that can happen but yeah, it's just mm. a case of restarting that but yeah it was it was a cool little thing talking of things with scripting errors i played a vr game i'm trying to play to get more use out of my vr i'm try, kind of trying to do a vr game a month not too sure i'm gonna stick with it but you know so i picked up this game called the american dream and it's uh, it's made by Australians, and it's a piss take of America, essentially, or a criticism of America and their obsession with guns. Right. And so everything you do in this game, it uses the move controllers, involves guns. So to feed yourself, you dip your gun in the food and then put it to your mouth, <laughs> and so on and so on. And that's how you feed children in the game. There's a point where you have a baby, and you have to feed the baby, and you just put your gun and then put it in the baby's mouth, and so on and so on. If you want to make burgers for example you have to so you're essentially you're going through your life from birth to death and so at a certain point you're 14 years old you've got a part-time job making burgers and so you have to shoot the burger to get it onto the grill and then when one side's done shoot it again to get it onto the the other side and then shoot onto the the bread bun and then fire that over to the thing and everything you do is guns it's sort of funny it sort of drags it out a bit too long but there are bits that are quite funny and i hit the halfway point with it and then after that, it stops being this stupid, quirky, the jokes running a bit thin kind of thing. It starts just being like satirical and like pointed. Hmm. And so all the stuff where it's, it's your mum gets killed and you don't see it, but you're trying to, you can find the person who did it. But to do that, you have to go through a gun registry and you've got the serial number of the gun and you need to find who that belongs to. And that is in that database. But the database is literally paper because the Americans won't let it go digital, which then you could just type that in and find it, because then the government would know who owns all the guns and they could come for the people. And so it's been fought against. They won't digitize this database. It's all got to be done manually, which means if you find a gun, you've, you've got thousands, you've got hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people or numbers to search through. And so you can just sit there scanning and scanning and scanning and scanning and scanning, trying to find this next person or you know the code that matches and you the game will let you just carry on and eventually you just give up and the game says yeah so you know because there's a narrator all the way through it's like yeah it's fine you know sorry about your mum here's a box of thoughts and prayers to take with you uh hopefully it eases the pain <laughs> then you, you get a bit later on and there's a bit where you're watching a news broadcast and someone has um, exercised their second amendment in a school <laughs> and it just starts being like i said it goes from this yeah yeah you're shooting everything blah 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 to being like a bit on the nose and a bit a bit brutal like i wonder how the there's going to be certain people playing it oh i don't know if i was american if i would think it was funny i don't know the biggest issue i've got with it and the reason it improved a lot when it started doing the most satirical stuff but it doesn't track the gun very well or the the right move that might just be my setup but it just doesn't really work very well for distance shooting in particular I had an issue where I played it once and then I went back to it a few days later or a couple of weeks later and I can't recalibrate everything. So I had to move the camera and stand in a particular position. Essentially, my guns were firing. It was tracking the guns to behind me. Right. So ordinarily, you just hold start and or go to an option to recalibrate and it would find you and all that sort of stuff. It won't let you do that. It's like you have to have and stand in the same position as you were when you or play it through all in one sitting or standing because you can need to be stood up for it stuff like that it's a bit broken and i've twice had to restart checkpoints because the game just won't progress there's just something that's just broken and there's all these little rough edges to it so and to my knowledge it's not been patched since since it came out and came out last year i think so maybe they just can't afford to or, or whatever but it just needs they just need to go back through it and just tidy some rough edges up mm. Because, yeah, there was a level that seemed to skip. I did something and then it just cut to something else and there was no transition. And I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be or if I just broke something. 
Right. If I hadn't had these problems, I would have guessed that that's the way it's supposed to be. But because I've had issues, I, I don't know. So it's all right. It's quite long, to be fair to them. It's, uh, I've not finished it yet. I've, I've put like two and a half hours in or something, which for a VR game is a fairly decent length, but it is a bit broken. It's not as funny as it initially seems. And a lot of the smarter stuff is in the, the back half, I think. The other thing I'll quickly, I say quickly talk about, I got Doom on the Switch, which I have said repeatedly, I don't know why people would buy Doom and <laughs> Wolfenstein on the Switch. Why would you buy the worst version? Yep. And yeah, it, it is. I mean, it, it is, but it plays all right. Like, it's it's 30 frames a second. It's mostly 30 frames a second. It's blurry as fuck. Like, it's a bit of a mess. To the point where it is initially hard when you're on the, the hell levels and it's all red and on the Mars levels, I guess, as well, when you're outdoors, everything's red and so picking out stuff is a bit difficult because the resolution's not there. Everything's blurry anyway. There's motion blur with loads of it when you're spinning around or turning. But at the same time, it works quite well. Like, it's surprisingly good. Yeah, it's a bit of a technical marvel what they've done. Yeah, it's really, really like low res textures and all that sort of stuff. But you're playing, I've been playing it handheld mostly, and I think that's probably the way to play it just because it hides some of it and it's kind of impressive that you're playing it on this thing. But I've still had fun with it. I've, I picked up As a Curiosity and I've been playing it loads just because it's like the main thing I've played this past month, really, just because I've been enjoying it. It's still Doom, and yeah, it's not like the PC version. I ran it at 144 frames because that's what my monitor is. and that's probably the better way to play Doom, but it's not probably about it. Yeah, the biggest issues I've had probably are with the controls. I wasn't planning on criticizing the Switch controls this month, or last month, but I still did, and still am. Yeah, I'm not great at first-person shooters with an analog stick anyway because I generally play mouse and keyboard, but uh, John Carmack talked about this, that with analog sticks, because they're not very precise, you correct with your, your left thumb. You know, you correct with movement. Hmm rather than just sort of pointing at what you want. And I've been doing that a lot more, and I've started adding the uh, the motion aim into it, which I've not really noticed a huge benefit from it. I use that a lot in Splatoon when I play Splatoon. But, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It runs a lot better than I expected, and obviously it is categorically the worst way to play it. But if you kind of want it as a curiosity and something different, and there is a point, there's something coming up where I might actually having a Switch game and something fairly meaty would be really useful for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad I picked it up because I've, like I say, I've played it a lot. I kind of wanted Wolfenstein more because I'd rather play Wolfenstein again. So I'm, I'm pleased that this is, I don't know, I didn't have the itch to play Doom again, but I'm glad that I have because it's uh, it's still really good. Doom was a great game. My one then, I've just kind of mentioned it, I guess. Um, I did see a trailer for Wolfenstein Youngblood and I wasn't that asked about it. And having watched that trailer, I think it looks great. Yeah, it looks quite cool. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'd probably pick that up. Hopefully it's uh, it's as good as it looks, but um, still feel like there's a shortage of games for the, the rest of the year. But yeah, that's that's one that I'm kind of looking forward to. In terms of my bin, I should say I picked up a Hori D-pad Joy-Con, left Joy-Con. Oh yeah. After threatening two for ages. It's all right. I've used it a bit. Not as much as I intended to. I didn't use it for Sonic, unfortunately. It would have been good if it had arrived before that. But yeah, I've, I've played a fighting game with it. I played through Metal Slug with it. Uh, had a bit of an issue with the diagonals on Metal Slug. It seems all right. So it's not the Switch controller that I'm going to bin. Right. It's the PS4 controller because I've got an issue with the movement on the left stick where it just sort of judders. And I was told the way to fix it is... So if I'm moving diagonally, it'll just stutter. It's like it doesn't... It's like it's losing signal. But you thought there was a problem with Apex when you were playing it. Yeah, I thought it was the way I was moving an Apex and the way it was streaming. The, I was creating lag because I was sort of looking diagonally and moving the other way or moving at a right angle. It's not. I've, I've had this problem for, for a while. I've not noticed it in other games. Well, actually, I've been playing a bit of Call of Duty and yeah, it's really bad in that. But I don't know if some of that's the movement in Call of Duty. It feels like you get stopped by objects and things. Just the campaign. Modern Warfare, we'll talk about it more next month probably. Apparently the way to fix it is just to hold in one direction and blow into the analogue stick. So I've been doing that a lot and I feel like it still happens, but I don't know I don't know, maybe I'm imagining it, but it doesn't feel, certainly feels better than it was, but it doesn't feel fixed. A lot of people have had issues with the PlayStation 4 controller. I quite like how it feels and how it controls and stuff, but they aren't particularly well built. No, and the battery life is terrible. Yeah, battery life is fucking awful on them got a couple of other PlayStation controllers and I might just have to bite the bullet and go back to one of the old style because this is the Pro one 
not the the expensive 150 pound pro one just the one that comes with the pro console slightly different Mm. so i might have to bite the bullet and just go back to one of my old ones but yeah oh well and the other thing i'm gonna bin star wars (laughs) the the thing is um you've actually been engaging in conversations on the star wars topic i don't always just troll sometimes it is motivated by an actual sort of critique of the thing like i put in the thread that one of my issues with it with star wars is the impossibilities of all of them meeting at the same time in the same the last film was prime example of this ray is that her name yeah. she comes all the way across the fucking galaxy from this place no one could find where luke was hidden happens to arrive and luke manages it as well happens to land at the exact right point the exact time of this battle it's impossible but it keeps happening it happens all the time and then you've got the same handful of people involved all the time and they're all related to the same people it's impossible i don't know because you can't do space flight and all that sort of stuff but it's just narratively it's just lazy and it's all still just following on from the first film they've not moved on from the very first film it's still the same handful of people from that film the way i would look at it is this universe is so huge but this particular franchise is focusing on this particular group of people and you need to have people come in from the outside for new characters yeah but you're still very much focusing on the core thing in star wars is the very worst of the worst people being like the emperor and you know people below and the very best of the rest which is related to the guy who eventually became darth vader so there's no real way around that i guess but what you want is more stories about you know 5,000 miles away in some other place or 5,000 is far too small but you get what I mean Kylo Ren that's his name isn't it I think he's a Skywalker and Han Solo's son Leia's and Han Solo's right Mm. Rey is presumably going to end up being Luke's daughter or something seems to be where that's going maybe I'm wrong have you not seen the last one yeah where she goes and finds him do you ever explain who she is then her Oh, you've seen the one before the last one. The one you saw, it ends on her finding him, then now the... No, no, I've, yeah, I've seen the one where she's trying to convince him to come back. Yeah, it explains her backstory and she is not a Skywalker. Okay, well, credit to him for that, because I assume that she was going to be. I don't know, it's like they've got... Oh, I don't know, we, do, we can't spend 20 minutes talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't... I didn't think the last one was very good. No. I also, I, I've said before, and this has always sounded like trolling, that as a franchise... I don't know, maybe Aliens is getting up there for this, and Predator's definitely getting up there for this. It's so undeserved, like, how many good films there's been, and how long it's been since a properly good film from there, and yet people still get excited for it. And I've always thought that's a bit weird. It's not a quality franchise. It's not guaranteed this next thing is going to be good, because they they were always good. It's like, nah, most of them have been pretty poor. I like the, uh, the first of the new ones a lot. On first watch, yeah. I, when I watched it again, I didn't like it anything like as much. But that film did what it needed to do f- yes. to purge the um, prequels. Yeah. The one after it was just god-awful. Yeah. I think Return of the Jedi wasn't... In, I liked it as a kid, but they weren't great. Or it wasn't a great film. Like, it doesn't... If you watch it now, I don't think it's very good. The prequel trilogy, I think, are all bad. Mm-hmm. Varying degrees of bad. But I didn't think the last one was very good. I didn't. I haven't seen Solo but I didn't think Rogue One was particularly good. And again, it's a spin-off that is telling something from that first film. It's a setup for the very first film. Yeah, when they announced that they were doing these spin-offs, I thought they were actual spin-offs. Yeah. But they're not really, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, it's a way to keep the character... Like, you've got the Han Solo one, which is Han Solo. Person who finds out how to... Like, where I didn't wonder who, <laughs> where they got the plans for. I didn't really care. No, it was a story that didn't need to be told. Yeah, anyway, feel free to cut all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll cut all of it apart from you just saying that. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Weevo 2.0's play this month. I've been playing Golf Story, still, on account of trying to clear some backlog. Over 12 hours in and still a while to go somehow. I think it's my favourite Switch indie title. Or indeed any indie game ever, I guess. Did you play Golf Story? Seems like the sort of thing you would have played. I wanted to play it when it came out, and um, I think it came out before I had a Switch, maybe. Yeah. I never got around to it, no, so I 
I do still fancy picking that up. Yeah, because it was one that a few people did, and I, I would have had it nailed on as something for you, but yeah, again, something that people haven't spoke about for a while, and so, yeah, it's much it sounds stupid saying, I'm glad it still holds up when it's only like a year old, but yeah, still, I'm glad it wasn't just this flash in a pan. Everyone moved on, and actually it wasn't that great, it just was the right time for it. Hmm. And we've always wants. I want to lose weight and have my own place. Exactly the same for me, to be honest. <laughs> yep. That'd be nice. And uh, we've always been for the month. Bin Division 2. Because the matchmaking is useless. I never had any problems with the first, but this takes forever or just doesn't work. To play with randoms, I have to settle for doing something I don't want to do. Or end up accepting an invite that loads me up into a game leagues ahead of me. And making me feel like it's ruining the game for me. So I'm selling it. Fuck it. Not a Weevo game, I wouldn't have thought. Division 2. He actually plays more shooters than you realise. Yeah. I think especially in the original Xbox days, he was... I think I'm right in saying that he was into the Tom Clancy games. Oh, right. Don't quote me on that. An early Battlefield I think he liked as well. He does have an Xbox now as well, doesn't he? So he's yeah. obviously going to be all about shooters and stuff. He's turned into... <laughs> turn into that kind of a person yeah he's he's morphed into nag <laughs> who would have thought it yeah they love each other really they love yeah. each other. mf nick has played this month first zelda breath of the wild just started this turns out people may have been right about it already seems pretty special even from my short time with it second dmc finished the main game going through virgil's downfall now Still awesome. Third, Drive Club. Following the news they're going to be shutting down servers and taking off sale soon made me fire it up again before it gets crippled. Still bloody fantastic. Been a real lack of arcadey but semi-serious racing games like Project Gotham racing this gen. So it's a good job this one is so brilliant. Yeah, Drive Club shutting down, I, I feel... I don't know, I, I always wince a bit when I hear... It's usually Giant Bomb, to be fair. Whenever Drive Club get mentioned, they just take a massive shit on it. Whereas the people I know who've played Drive Club quite like it. Yeah, I've heard that it it started off poor, but um, they kept patching it and patching it and adding stuff to it, and now apparently is a really good game. I don't know, it's not my sort of thing, but I, I feel a bit shitty that... I don't feel a bit shitty, but I, I think it is a bit shitty to be so critical of it when you've not played it or, you know... I don't know, punching upwards and all that sort of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's a shame that they turn it off. Like, turn off stuff in the same generation is is really shit. Yeah. But, oh well. And this is MF Nick's want. I want Mortal Kombat 11. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Can't wait. I wouldn't be as enthusiastic about him about it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And MF Nick's bin. Bin unnecessary stamina bars. Hate them. Just let me run around in Zelda. The world is massive. I don't need slowing down waiting for a stupid green circle to refill. Don't mind it for climbing and gliding as a restriction but it's just not needed for running around. And new Super Mario U Deluxe. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just a bit dull and boring. Decided to sack it off. Not doing anything for me at all. Yeah, I mean, stamina bars and stuff like that are much a reason as any for me not wanting to play the new Zelda. Yeah, it's definitely something that gives you a brick wall at the start, but becomes more manageable later on. Maybe it's skewed a bit too bad for new players than it should be, but it's something that will give it a few hours and you'll eventually click with it. Yeah. I think if Jim was here, he would tell you that he has been playing Zelda again and he's he's now enjoying it a bit more. All right. My housemate has started playing it after... He refused to get a Switch. He hated the Switch. It was stupid. Why would you get a Switch? It's a rubbish console just because it's a handheld. He's bought himself a Switch and he loves it. He's been playing Zelda and he's really not enjoying it for all the reasons other people have yeah. issues with it. He's gone away for the week and he's took that with him. So I'm kind of expecting to go, oh, have you been playing Zelda? And he's like, yeah, it's fucking great. You should play it. Yeah. I'm expecting now he's had to play it. He might click with it. Yeah. And to follow on from last month... Um where MF Nick and Jim swapped games. Yeah. And now Nick has gone, yeah, I don't like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, maybe no one's going to like that. I, For me, that was the best one of these modern 2D ones, but what do I know? Okay, moving on. Big Cop Man. Here's Big Cop Man's plays for the month. I've been on The Division 2. It took me a while to get into the flow of the game with so much to acknowledge in the new changes. 
but really loving it right now. Co-op is great as well as solo, and will aim to get to the end game stuff soon and will go for the platinum too. And Neo, a bit brutal for my skill and tastes but loving it still and the atmosphere is great. If I get anywhere with this game I may have another crack at Bloodborne. I wimped out of that one. Did you play Neo? Yes, I finished it. Funnily enough, I bought the digital deluxe version of that game, so it was ridiculously expensive, came with the season pass. Even though I went into it kind of blind, not really knowing whether this stuff was going to be any good. Yeah. I haven't played a second of the extra stuff, so that's a bit of a waste of money. But the game itself I finished and is fantastic. The last time I went back to it, hoping to play some of the DLC, and I completely forgot how to play it, and I just got destroyed in about two seconds. That's another kind of Dark Souls influence game that has some really cool twists on the formula. I really like that. This is Big Cop Man's Wants. I want Borderlands 3. Huge fan of the games and cannot wait to get stuck into this come the latter end of the year. Looks like the previous one so fairly confident Gearbox will deliver. We'll pick up the Borderlands remaster when the price drops. And a PlayStation Pro. Got the 4K TV so just need this to get the full benefits. But wary of imminent PS5 announcements. I'd say be wary of PlayStation Pro, the controller's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not fair. It's not, it's not that bad, but, you know. Oh, do you know what? Come around my house, bring your controller, you'll definitely get your controller back uh, as you leave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What did you um, think of the PS5 announcement whilst it's been brought up? That's unusual that they're being that direct without yeah. officially re- revealing it. But apart from the load times, which I can understand, having all of these other specs and ray tracing and all this nonsense that I don't understand. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, it's more powerful. Great. Let's see something. Yeah. The same day, maybe, that that news came out, the more interesting news story was the Capcom stick. Yeah. I've changed my opinion a bit on the SSD thing in that I assume they were just going to have it just as a hard drive. Hmm. I'm wondering now if they're going to have it as like a, a partition. They stream stuff to that in the way RAM is supposed to work. So you don't need like a two terabyte one. You're not putting all your stuff on there. It's like a bridge between the actual hard drive and the RAM to stream stuff in. I wonder if they'll do that because yeah, like it's still a hundred quid for a terabyte SSD. Yeah. Which is, if that's what you want, that's what you want. But that's still expensive. Like you could probably buy an external normal hard drive for four terabyte maybe for a hundred pounds. Like you could, you could get quite a lot of storage Yeah, for a hundred quid, but... Yeah, we'll see, we'll see, because that seems like it's going to be expensive if they are going to do that. It's going to be a long time before a 2 terabyte SSD is affordable. Yeah. Moving on then, Big Cop Man's bin for the month. My bin is deafness. I've been half deaf since birth due to my ear bones fused together, but have been advised that technology had moved forward enough to try out a hearing aid on Monday for six months. If that doesn't work then I may have the bone anchored hearing aid fitted to my skull. Not sure how I feel about that apart from looking like a shit universal soldier. You're not going to look like a shit universal soldier, you'll look like a cool dude. I've seen those before and didn't really know what they are, because you can only see them from behind, effectively, where they put them. So it's not that noticeable, I would say. But I don't know if you can hide it, because I've always wondered if you can have... Because it goes behind your ear, right? I guess so. I say we'll see. We probably won't. I know a couple of people my age who've got um, hearing aids, and they seem fine with it. Okay, RetroEd this month has played... Here's my list. Borderlands Gotti Edition, Final Fantasy VII, and Yoshi's Crafted World. He's got no uh, comments on any of these stuff, but um, interesting variety of games. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is his once for the month. I want Borderlands 3, and Box Boy, plus Box Girl, and Dragon Quest Builders 2. There is a demo out now for Box Boy and Box Girl that I was going to download and play last night and never quite got around to it yeah i really like box boy but i never played the sequels so i'm probably up for it i think i've not played a second of them i've not even sure i've seen any footage of them so i play the demo yeah the great the first one in particular i, I think is great Dragon quest builders i fell off the first one i was quite enjoying it and then just didn't i don't know maybe slow, progress is slow or maybe i was not knowing what i was doing I ended up just not making any progress for a while and, and sort of fell off it Anyway, yeah, and this is Retro Ed's bin for the month. Bin nutting. Cool. Yep. Always good. Nag with a surprise for the first part of his play. I've been playing Resident Evil 2, now with added PS4. 
and Forza Horizon 4, mopping up some achievements that were added with the last title update. This game rocks. He's a bit sensitive on that subject. <laughs> we should just assume he is always playing Resident Evil 2 at this point. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Switch release and, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, that'll be interesting, yeah. And Forza Horizon 4, which uh, another one I need to go back to at some point. I, I quite enjoyed that. And this is Nag's want for the month. I want days gone. I'm with Blakey on this and hope it proves the naysayers wrong. Not too long to wait now until we see. And E3. It's steadily getting closer and I'm looking forward to seeing what Microsoft will do now that they have an almost open goal to aim at. I have faith in Phil. Another one for Days Gone? Yeah. And E3 as well, which um, we were discussing the other day of if we should actually do another E3 podcast again. Yeah. Which if we did, I would like to do it in the same way of getting people's predictions first, recording all that, and then doing one after the event and seeing how wrong or right we were. I quite enjoyed that format for last year. Yeah. This year, I would be fully on board of doing that, but the problem is we don't think that Sony will be showing anything. That it won't be there, but I would expect some kind of video or something that they'll drop, but we still, that's not confirmed. Microsoft would probably be showing a new machine. Yeah. But there's a few companies that have gone, nope, we're not going to E3, so... Yeah, EA aren't there, are they, this year? I don't think so, no. No great loss, but... I mean, it is to the... They're a big company and it's E3, but in terms of what they're going to talk about... I think that there's... Anyone who's not going to be there will probably not want to be left out and will probably put some kind of announcement out. Yeah. So I think it's worth us doing that again. Yeah. But we'll see. And this is Nag's bin for the month. Bin Shenmue. After dragging myself through the first and second game these can well and truly fuck off. Sometimes things are better off left in the past. Yeah, I still mean to go back through Shenmue and Shenmue 2. I don't think I'll get through both of them before Shenmue 3 comes out. If it comes out. <laughs> yeah. I say this quite a lot, I think. But I played through it when I was in my 20s, I think. I played through Shenmue again. So I feel like I've played through it recently, even though that was actually quite a long time ago. Yeah. But I played through it as an adult. Like, I wasn't like a... 16 year old or whatever playing through it and oh, 17 whatever it was it was a fair few years removed 10 years removed or whatever so i feel like i can compare it to modern games in a way that you know it's the ps3 360 era so i, I don't think i'm in for a nasty surprise with it but i do feel i felt like chemu 2 as much as it is a better game was a bit of a trudge at the time i suspect that's even worse now but i've never played through chemu 2 twice or through the second time so i, I maybe i'll eventually probably Maybe. Maybe next month. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, moving on to different class, and this is his play. Just for a change, enter the gungeon. Playing the new update, there's not much in terms of areas, but there are a load of new guns, items and balance changes. I've not unlocked much yet because I'm rusty and need some more time to get good again. Also, grip. Played this a little. Pretty fun so far but I have a little issue with the handling and pixel puzzle collection. It's the Picrus clone on mobile. I've been playing it loads as it is a good version and there are so many puzzles. And free. Finally, Warframe. Just when I think I've had enough I get pulled back in. He is always playing Enter the Gungeon and he is always playing Warframe. Yeah. I mean, fair play to him. He's put a lot of hours into both of those, yeah. really. That pixel puzzle collection I think he's talked about before... Yeah, I downloaded it because he was the same as me. It was on. It was mentioned briefly on the Bombcast. Yeah, and it's a Picross game, and it is from Konami, which is unusual that they make games, and it is free with no microtransactions whatsoever. It's just free game. It might have ads in it. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. think so. But yeah, it's quite unusual that Konami have put something out and it's free, and it's all right. Yeah, cool. And this is his once. I want Cuphead. Looking forward to finally playing this when it comes to Switch. And Cartana Zero. With all these cool and action games, you are spoiling us. Both of these are out now. Both Cuphead and Katana Zero. I've yeah. not seen a huge amount of Katana Zero as yet. No, the, the Cuphead's port's meant to be really good. Yeah. So yeah, I think like Katana Zero, if it isn't a Devolver Digital game, it really looks like a Devolver Digital game. Yeah. There's something else that's out that's sort of similar in my mind to it as well. I can't remember the name of, but yeah, there's, uh, it seems to be that's what we're getting at the minute. It's a bit of a dry run in terms of big games, but there's a lot of sort of indie stuff coming out again. Yeah. And the Cuphead, I have not played and keep thinking about buying the Switch one, but 
it is not yet on Game Pass, which is the most biggest surprise for me on Game Pass that Microsoft pushed that one as an exclusive. So I, I thought it was owned by them. So I was yeah. really surprised that it's not on Game Pass. Yeah, unless they had this planned and they didn't want to undermine the other release for it. And I guess if it's something that people want as an exclusive, maybe it's worth keeping it off Game Pass because then they're the ones that, you know, these bespoke titles, although I guess it's, if it's on Switch, it's not really bespoke anymore, but it's something people will buy. It's not crazy expensive. It's not, there's no hindrance to it beyond just having the machine. So if that's the sort of stuff. The unique thing is the thing that's going to make your platform look a bit more desirable but then it's gone on Switch. So maybe it's just that they, they didn't want to undermine it if they were then going to sell it elsewhere. Yeah. And finally, this is Different Classes Bin. Bin the government taking forever with my tax rebate. Yeah, tax rebates are always good, but they just take fucking forever. Yeah. I'm also kind of hoping for that MasterCard thing. I don't know if you've heard about that or not. No. Supposedly everyone... They've been overcharging people for... I don't understand. For of course they have. Or something. Yeah. And anyway, they've been found... Like it was a class action against them and usually these things settle out of court but instead they didn't and supposedly everyone's entitled everyone who's got a MasterCard is entitled to £300 eh, that's not bad which will be great I'll wait and see if it happens but yeah the, and most people I imagine if you said MasterCard would give me £300 what are you going to use it for it's to pay off your MasterCard yeah well, that's probably where mine will go I said in the want I would like more Desert Island to come out The there are no One's recorded as yet. Hopefully there'll be some more. I'll release some as and when. Hopefully there's going to be three more recorded pretty soon. I'm still a bit perplexed of why they get no real mention in the forum. <laughs> I was expecting it to lead to some interesting discussions, but apparently not. I was going to respond to yours, but the only thing I could think to say about it was they're really short. Yeah. Like there's not. I guess there isn't a lot of discussion around them. Like not here's a list of games, but. There's nothing to really add because you can't say I want to pick that because you're going to get the opportunity to have your say, I guess. Who knows? I thought it was quite an interesting idea and they're quite short. So it's not like people can, if it was, you know, two hours long or something, then I'd understand being boring. But mine was 10 minutes, I think. I think that's the issue is it's not long enough to generate. It's not that people aren't enjoying it. It's just, um, maybe they're not, but I think people seem to like them. It's just... uh, there's yeah. not enough. There's nothing to talk about with them. They just are. I'm not going to um, push for making them. I've, as I said, I've had three people showing interest in doing them. Yeah. Sly bullied people into doing twenty questions. I'm not approaching it that way. So if it gets to a point where there is no one asking to do one, and people aren't interested when I post them, then there is no reason for me to make any more. Yeah. This is not to say like I sound like I'm salty. It's just that like, I'm not making them if there's no interest because yeah. uh, it takes time and you know. Same with the play what bin. If the play what bin didn't get any interest, I wouldn't spend hours and hours and hours and hours editing them because mm. because uh, it's a bit of a job. But yeah, that's it really. I don't know if you've got anything to add. Nope. I was trying to think of something clever to add, but nope, nothing. Well, well. I guess we'll see you next month. Bye, bye.